fly fishing Listen to the middle class podcast Hey guys, welcome back to the middle class podcast Brought to you as per usual by yours truly, Albertus So, what's been going on this week? What's been going on today, at least? Uh, not much from from myself. Um, again, don't wanna. I don't really want to repeat myself, but exams as per usual, just studying, just sitting down, not doing much. I mean, not doing much um, activity, I guess, apart from just writing stuff down, looking at the computer. Yeah, that's the one thing I really hate about exams. It just it just ruins your whole lifestyle because. You're not meant to sit down for that long. Sit down and stressing for that long is I don't know. Um, I think I think I would say that, but I remembered when I did my work experience. That's what a lot of people were doing, uh, stressing out, sitting down for such a long period of time. Like the people would go to work at like eight thirty, go home at like eight p.m., and yeah, that sucked because they also have to just sit down, go on Excel, do a bunch of shit. Uh, but also, uh, that's the more on the business side of the work. Um, the people, the en- actual engineers actually had a decent job because they actually got to go outside, go do, um, go to sites and check them out if something's going on, um, measure a bunch of shit. Um, the only problem is that they have to deal with customers and if you know me, I fucking hate dealing with customers. Not that I, um, not most customers, because some of them are sound as, but I hate, I don't know, because when I did my work experience in Indonesia, I know our, most of our customers is going to be, you know, rich fucking dudes, and I don't know, it's just that demeanor, I, it's not that I don't like rich people, but rich people with a certain kind of attitude, because one thing about my parents is that like they have money and stuff but like especially in Indonesia we're probably considered more upper class or whatever like you know I'm just gonna be honest with that but we never you know treat people like shit we we like they at least they they've never you know belittle anyone because of how much they make and they don't have that bravado I guess um I don't know, like, I believe people who are rich, who are actually rich, are usually the kind of people who don't show it off, because, you know, you <clears throat> you can, they're very confident about themselves, you know, um, and the people who aren't that rich, or who are, who makes decent money, but <clears throat> it's definitely insecure, or a little bit insecure about how much they make, they're the ones who usually try to show it off, because... Like, they don't act, they just want to look, I don't know, it's just hard hard to describe it, but it's like, they're not rich, but they want people to perceive, or like, to know, or to think that they're rich. Those are the kind of people that I hate meeting. And there's a lot of those, um, there's a lot of people that I grow up with, that, who's like that, who treats other people like shit, or tries to make sure, like, they make sure that everyone knows how much money they have, or... When in fact they don't, they probably don't even make that much money, compared to you know other people who don't show it off. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I guess, 
I don't know why. It's not that I don't like... The thing is, most people who don't like dealing with customers and stuff at work, they're the ones who are a bit socially challenged, you know, social... But the thing is, I'm, I'm so not that person. I guess um, I'm a bit of... I would say I'm an, a bit of an extrovert. I do talk a lot. I do love talking to people. But it's just like... The fact when you're talking to a customer, it's like you you have to be nice to them and you can't be real with them. And I'm not saying I'm not a friendly person or, you know, I'm just like a fucking... It's not that I hate people, and but it's just... I don't like that whatever happens, like whatever reaction that they give you, you have to keep being nice, you have to keep being caught and you can't, you know, you can't... If, like, if, if they're being a dick, you can't be a dick to them as well which is something you can do to other people. When you're in this, you know, uh, when you're talking to someone and they're being a cunt, you can just be like, oh, fuck off. You can't do that when you're, you know, talking to a customer or just talking to, basically, you know, when you're in, at work and shit, you know, you can't treat your customers like shit, which I think is a weir- really weird sort of dynamic. I never understood why people don't... The thing is, like, you don't want... I don't know, you don't want cunts to be in your place, like, you lose a customer, but it's you're losing a customer you don't want to have, you're not, that's not the kind of people that you want to have in your restaurant, you know, just people who are assholes. you prefer to just have normal, decent people, and there's a lot of them, like, I don't understand that, like, are they feeling about losing customers, I mean, there's a lot of customers out there, there's a lot of people out there, and you'd prefer not to have these people back in your place, you know, I don't know. I think if I own my own, it's just it. I understand why you have to treat your customers well, or you have to treat you know people well in general, um, even if you don't want to, because it doesn't look good from the outside. Like if someone shouts at you, like if you're an employee and someone shouts at you and you shout back, it doesn't look great in front of the other customers or the other, um, yeah, they just your other clients or something. It doesn't look great, but. I just don't get it. I don't know. Maybe there's someone else who can probably, you know, put it in a better light, I guess. But I don't know. It's just one of those things, like, I don't get why we still have to treat them. Like, there's one time, I think, uh, I feel like there's also still a line. Like, if this, if the only thing they, they're being is rude, I guess it's, you know, we we still have to be nice. We still have to be like, you know what, whatever. But if they're, you know, being abusive or, you know, racially insensitive, that's when. I think that's something that happened to uh, my uh, my manager uh, a long time ago. Like, someone was not really racially abusing, but he the, the customer that they were serving basically was a bit... I wouldn't say they were racist, but it was like... I don't really use that word, word uh, lightly. And I hate people who use it the word lightly. Uh, I hate minorities who use it lightly. You know, other Asians uh, or black people or Middle Easterners. And I don't like it as well. Majority like white people use it uh, lightly because me and myself as a minority, I've never really, I've, I don't think, I don't think racial like racial abuse, especially that word or like that sentence of being racially abused, is. I don't think I've really experienced it 
you know and to me someone calling you you know a gook or a chink it's not really racially abusive um i don't it's just weird and especially when you're comparing it to actual racist acts that's happened in the past it's it's just a drop in the water like uh, compared to what actual minorities at the you know 100 years ago or hundreds of years ago had to endure i feel like it's a bit of a it's a bit disrespectful when someone calls you like the thing with the n-word as well um i don't know it's that one's a bit more i I don't think i i have the right to sort of talk about that maybe if you know i have a friend who's who's black and wants to come to the podcast and we can talk about this i think that would be the best way to put it but okay i'll just use uh sort of a racial slur i guess for asians which is stuff like gook slope chink just stuff like that i've never been i've never been that bothered about it at the end of the day but also i've kind of described myself like i do have thick skin and even though i find racial slurs or just racial acts in general i think it's one of the worst things you can really do i feel like if you're just doing racial jokes to me it's like the one of the funniest things like being <clears throat> doing racial jokes or i guess being perceived perceived as a racist is sort of it's it's very complicated because in one one way it can be really funny because uh like racial jokes and i guess um sort of more cultural jokes are one of the funniest jokes that you can do and a lot of comedians actually use that as a tool to make people laugh it's a, one of the things that people discuss the most about but also and on one side it's one of the most heinous things to do to me if it's words if it's just joke clearly joking especially i hate it when oh, cuz i just uh i hate it also when the race of the person like if i'm talking about black people let's say let's say i do the joke about black people and the person being mad is white to me that's like unacceptable i'm just like why the, why the fuck are you mad at that like there's nothing to do with you. I mean, I'm I'm not justifying myself. And most of the time it is a joke. Like I don't I, I'm not going to say I don't feel sorry, but I guess if they're really offended by the joke, I guess I, I like I would feel sad, but I didn't I don't mean um I'm like I'm not a nasty person and you know, I even then I I try to tread lightly and things like that, especially if it's not a friend. But <laughs> one time I was talking to a friend like doing racial jokes to a friend you know and we do it all the time like he would do it to me as well and he was loving it and then some fucking stranger was like yo that's not funny i'm like i wasn't doing the joke to you like i wasn't trying to entertain you i wasn't trying to make you laugh i was trying to make my mate laugh um you know you should hang around with us you know when he cracks on asian jokes you know are you gonna do the same thing i hope so i mean like fucking hell and yeah, I I'm annoyed by that. Like there's especially nowadays that's very common. Uh when someone who not of even then to me if it's joking and it's just words 
it's a, at the end of the day you're not you're not got especially if it's even if it's like because there's so much there's like tears of let's say racial abuse okay or and racial jokes I, I guess just talking about race there's different tears and each like there's one which is just jokes one where it's like verbal racial abuse which is also pretty bad and then there's actual racial acts because you know acts are still stronger than words i still believe that and one of the like for example not choosing someone uh to work for your company because they're not they're not white or you know they're not black or they're not asian which happens a lot and and I guess I hate that that's not be the thing that people really focus on. You know, people focus on the we the weak shit. You know, people just talk about, oh my god, Louis C.K. said the N word, or Ricky Gervais said the N word. Like, because I was watching this sort of um, one hour video on I think it's called Talking Funny on HBO. It was aired in like 2012 or something. So there's you know some of the best comedians working right now. Louis C.K., Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, and Ricky Gervais. And yes, Louis C.K. is a fucking great comedian. To me, what he did... Okay, if you don't know what he... Um, I, I guess I don't really want to go too much into that. But he did some acts. He did push himself over to other women. But there's no real... I don't think there's any evidence that he was being... Ex- like, he was being... Like he was abusing women, or he's just a weird fucking guy and likes to show off his dick to <laughs> to women, which isn't like the greatest thing in the world. But it's not illegal, is it? I mean, it is. I think <laughs> uh, it's not really the best thing to do. But I mean, a lot of a lot of com- other comedians and a lot of people didn't really take that too seriously. And people like Bill Burr and, th- and Joe Rogan didn't really take it too seriously. And it's just. L- he just did stuff like that in wrong time. And, I mean, I'm not giving him, him an excuse for what he did. Like, I, uh, some people are still wondering why. Like, what what did he really do? I think it's something that you got to look up. Because right now, uh, it's sort of... Because to me, what he did wasn't that bad. Like, it wasn't great, but it's not... It's not like fucking rape. Like, that's the thing. That's how he's been treated it's like he raped a, a, a woman or he but or he, okay no it's not all he did but what he did was he would basically i think one of the things he did was he tried to he was wanking in front of a in front of a girl and she was like what the fuck <laughs> and <laughs> and he was like okay you don't like you clearly don't like this and i think he stopped but i don't know I mean, he sh- he definitely should, you know, receive consequences. But I don't think what he did was that bad. And it's just me. Um, you can read it up on yourself, make make your own opinion about it, and probably judge him, uh, and then you know make a judgment about that. But I I still think he's a fucking great Im- comedian. The idea that if someone, like Bill Cosby, for example, he's a fucking trash human being. I'll I'll. You know, I'll tell, I'll say that anywhere, anytime. He's a fucking shitty human being, but he did make good shows, and he was a funny guy. You know, 
just because some okay i don't want to say just but even though he did commit crimes and i'm saying that he did commit crimes does not mean i can't in like i would feel guilty of enjoying his comedy shows but i would still if it's funny i'll say it's funny okay let's just leave it at that and there was louis ck there's a uh, chris rock the um uh, Ricky Gervais and Jerry Seinfeld. So they were talking about, you know, their acts and, you know, what comedians should do, what comedians shouldn't do. Uh talking about the future of comedy and the current present and, you know, cuz for example, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't really swear on his shows. Oh, that's good side like that. Usually I I don't have a lot of liquid during um or drink as at least for this podcast but I have an all over drink that I couldn't finish back from uni earlier today and I have a strawberry lime cider um I am a cider person not gonna lie I'll talk about the cider thing later but <laughs> about the I don't know I just cider beer I think that's gonna be in the next topic I'm, I'm gonna you know talk about I did I didn't want to think about I didn't want to talk about that for a bit but um with chris so the thing was i think chris rock saying the n-word i, I don't really remember but at in the end because louis ck is one of his louis ck is white okay he's he's a fucking ginger dude and he like he does say the n-word on on his show and he did say the n-word on the hbo show and Ricky Gervais also said it, but they weren't saying it to him. They were just talking about the word, the N word. This is what they were. It's just the conversation, that topic. It's not like they're saying it to Chris Rock. It's just they're saying the word. And even though this is something that happened seven years ago, a lot of people are getting pretty mad about it nowadays. I mean, like fucking hell. Uh, pretty fucking late to the party, guys. Uh, also like stuff like, oh, why white people shouldn't say, shouldn't say the N word. <laughs> oh my God, they said the N word. This is such a bad thing. Oh my God. And uh, that fucking guy was it? What's his name? Mark Lamont Hill. Is he the guy? Is he the guy from uh, Black Lives Matter? Or I'm confusing it with someone else. Oh yeah. Guy from CNN. I mean, they're both fucking pricks. The guy from Mark Lamont Hill and that guy who's does Black Lives Matter. Um, yes, I said it. I don't think Black Black Lives Matter is a very good institution because I. I mean, you can have your own opinion, but I don't believe that their message is about. I don't. I'm not saying they don't care about black people, but I don't think. Their message is something that black people and minorities should, I guess, resonate to. And the things that they like, um, I don't know, it's just just the message and the things that they would tweet about or what they would talk about. I think it's a bit much. I don't, I just don't believe that they, I'm not saying they don't want peace, but. I just wish they went on another direction. 
and I'm not gonna you know talk too much more about it because you know I'm not black. I'm not. I'm not. I don't live in the U.S. So you know things might be worse than I, you know, than what I believe. But a lot of African Americans in the U.S. don't think you know they still live pretty decent lives. I, I mean, it just they make it seem like every single African American in the U.S. are suffering. You know, uh, you know they still live through aggressive racism and things like that which some might still do you know some might some i mean i would say a lot of black people a lot of african-americans everywhere in the world i mean at least i mean african-americans have to be in the u.s i guess but they do suffer from uh you know and that's then that is racism and uh, that was what i was trying to imply that there's racial slurs there's racial jokes and there's acts negative like evil acts just because of the color of their skin which is you talk about the uh violence against african-american with uh from the police and things like that now that is you know that that to me is ra uh, a racist person you know when you s stop people or when you hurt people just because of the color of the skin to me that is racist that's the uh, that's the epitome and that's the definition of racism and not because some fucking guy said the n-word for for joke purposes for comedic purposes that's not racist in my opinion and you might think that as well but this is the thing i hate it when people just because some just because it offends you doesn't mean it offends everyone else you know you know what i mean like just because you you're not okay with people saying the n word, does not mean. I mean, I don't think it is okay, but the just the whole. I mean, like not for. I mean, I'm against people saying it. You know, willy nilly. Like I I like uh, I don't like <laughs> I don't I don't even like it when I'm not gonna lie and say it. I've never said the word, or uh, but. Uh, I wouldn't say the word uh, that loud in public, and I don't like it when people do, even when other black people do, because I don't think it's a very nice word. It's like, it's like the same level as fuck or cunt or shit, in my opinion. And you wouldn't want to shout that in front of you know a bunch of people, but um, just because you don't think it, let's say why people should say that doesn't mean everyone should think that way. And I hate it when people, you know, force an idea to other people and they force, you know, also their friends to, or people that they know of or, you know, people who are affiliated with them to have the same opinion. I really hate people like that. Yeah. So basically, fucking uh, two white guys said the N-word in front of a black guy who didn't say anything about it. Because it is Chris Rock, and Chris Rock is one of the fucking rawest motherfucker on the planet, which I love him for. I mean, he has gone a bit more political. Um, I think in the in the last few years, um, I don't think he's as funny and as relevant as he was, but I mean, he's still a freaking funny guy. But I think. I mean, it's very hard to be that consistent in comedy, but uh, I, I don't think he's he wasn't um, 
he's as good as he was before and obviously you you wouldn't be as consistent but just this is his latest stuff and also he's now gone and done more acting um which i don't i don't find him as a, that great of an actor but you make more money as, as an actor than you do um doing stand up but to me he's lost a bit of that grit and a little bit a little bit of that i guess creativity as a as a stand up comedian but chris rock's still fucking funny and he's okay with you know louis ck and ricky gervais saying the n word so i don't you know and then i see why people getting mad about oh my god how can you two white people say the n word shut the fuck up <laughs> if you're not black you can't get offended by someone saying the n word uh, i i don't care if even if it's even if it's some even someone is joking is making asian jokes at me if you're white and you speak on my behalf and be like you can't say you can't say you can't call him a gook i'll tell you to shut the fuck up <laughs> uh no it's not very nice but i just hate people like that man you're not being righteous you're being a fucking cunt you know i don't know i just don't like people like that um I mean, if they don't mind. I mean, if they're being like racially abused and being fucking bullied in front of your face, I get that. I guess that's when it's you know, that's you know, that's the best time for you to help the person out. But if the person is like, if I'm making fun of my mate, and he's cool with it, and you're like, they're like, oh my god, you shouldn't say that. I mean, even he's probably like, what the fuck? I don't know, man. Side of a beer. Let's 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 divert. Let's diverge into a new, or at least f- uh, for the moment, another topic. Um, side of a beer. That's a very that's that that's the fucking question there. Um, went to the fridge, uh, because yesterday, um, my parents, I mean, uh, yesterday there was beer in the fridge. I was like, oh, maybe have some beer before I go to sleep. Or while I was doing this podcast, but then um, someone finished the beer. I was like, "Fuck, okay." And then I went. I looked up on the uh, top shelf uh, of the refrigerator. There's some cider, some premium Swedish cider. It's it's pretty sweet. It, it says low sugar, but it tastes like it tastes like Fanta. I don't know. Recorder league. It's not that. I used to have a lot of ciders back in now. Uh, I used to get that fucking now. Uh, what's that? Oh, it's that yellow colored cider. Let me look it up. Yeah, I would buy like four cans of those. They would be like four pounds, which is like eight, like seven bucks. You get four, four cans. Good deal. Uh, I forgot the name though. And every time I go to a pub, that's always that's all I get. Um. Fucking summer something. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Cider, cider. What do you guys like prefer? What do you guys prefer? Ciders or beers? To me, with cider, it's... I prefer beer with food. Like, if I'm eating, I prefer to eat... I prefer to drink beer. But if it's on its own, I mean, like, if I'm just drinking, 
I'm not gonna lie, I do prefer cider. Is it Orchard Thieves? Um, it's Orchard something. I don't really remember, but that's even when I go to the pub, that's what I get because it's always or like a uh, oh fucking hell. Like I don't mind Heineken. Uh, I don't mind San Miguel's. I don't mind Corona. I do like Corona though. Uh, Orchard, I think it's Orchard Thieves. I I I, I don't remember the cider that I oh, fucking know. How do how do I not remember? Uh, yellow, it's a yellow can cider. It's like in the, these like five hundred mil cans. Fucking amazing. Uh, Thatcher's Gold, Thatcher's Gold. Yeah, there we go. Thatcher's Gold from Refreshing Medium Dry Somerset Cider. Fucking amazing. I love them. I love them. I hate how expensive alcohol is in Australia. I think everything is expensive. Like cigarettes, are expensive. I mean, I don't really, I don't really smoke. I mean, grocery shopping in Australia, Australia isn't the most expensive though. I think um, grocery shopping in the UK was a little bit more expensive. Four fifty for a bottle. Fucking hell. Obviously thieves. Um, yeah. I think. I don't know, cider's, because cider's sweet, eh? Uh, I mean, that's the kind of cider that I would usually drink. It's a bit more sweet. It is sort of, it, it's more apple, you know, it's more, is it? What is cider made of? Fucking hell. Cider, cider ingredients. It's just lovely, isn't it? I mean, they're both lovely. Like, I don't, I don't mind any white beer and cider. Both rely on fermented sugars to produce alcohol and to start from very different ingredients. So, what is the difference between beer and cider? Ingredients: While beer and cider both rely, uh, what the fuck? Beer is made from malted barley, whereas cider is made up from apple juice. Okay. Uh, process beers produced from brewing and fermenting mil malted barley. I think what the fuck is it? Barley is like one of those, uh, okay. It's like, it's, it's grains basically. Uh, where a cider that contains alcohol is produced, made by fermenting apple juice. Flavor, dry and sweet. Not gonna lie, I've tried dry, I've tried sweet, they're both sort of sweet. And... Uh, uh, health benefits. Health uh, cider is powerhouse of antioxidants, particularly polyphenols, linked to protecting against certain types of cancers. Due to the beer making process, naturally occurring polyphenols are often removed by the brewer as they cause beer to appear cloudy. Hence, the beer falls behind cider and polyphenol concentration. But according to 2015 study condu conducted by the Harvard School of Public Health. Beer may, beer may actually be good for your heart. In moderation, of course. O obviously. I mean, they're not saying that you should get drunk every night. Um, sounds sounds like a fucking great time. But it's not the best, I guess. <laughs> um, fucking hell. Uh, with wine... I'm not gonna lie, I don't like red wine. I'll I'll just say it straight. I hate red wine so much when I go to church and, you know, I get, you know, this 
fucking flesh. Not. Fl- uh, I go up and get that fucking bread thing. I don't. I don't know what. What I don't really know what it's called. Uh, when you go up and get the bread, uh, you, you know it's like Jesus's flesh and blood. Yeah, flesh and blood, and the flesh is that. Um, is that bread? A oh, fucking hell. I don't really remember the uh the name the hoist yeah the hoist uh I guess and um you know they give you red wine sort of it's not it's a non-alcoholic red wine maybe that's why it's shit because it's non-alcoholic but I just don't like red wine I don't mind white wine I think white wine's pretty nice but I still do prefer like beer or cider. This is my thing. Um, I also like doing mixes, um, meaning that I love having something like scotch or uh, whiskey or something like that, and then mix it with uh, with a beverage with a uh, with Coca Cola or actually, I thing is, although people don't really use Pepsi as a mixer, because I think. Coca-Cola is the more popular option. And even though... I don't know. Like, people say they can't tell the difference. Like, I can definitely tell the difference. And I do prefer Pepsi a lot more than I prefer Coke. And... They use... And that's what I would do. Like, I would have... um, Like, when I have Sprite, for example, I would, you know, mix it with... Usually something like gin. Because we have a lot of gin, actually. Gin or vodka... I think that that is a lot better. That's that just tastes nice. But if it's you know whiskey or scotch, uh, a scotch or something, it's a lot better with Coke or Pepsi. There's also the kind of uh, sort of alcoholic beverages that I do enjoy. And uh, yeah, fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was gonna speak about drinking a little bit longer. Um, do I drink a lot when I go out? And out? Uh, maybe, usually, like, I prefer, I, I, wait, I, I much prefer to be drunk before going to, like, a club, just because how expensive drinks are in a club. Fucking hell. The fact that Red Bull and vodka is, like, 15 bucks, you know, you're taking the piss, mate. Fucking hell. And that's why I also don't like clo- going clubbing, because by the time, you know, you're gonna have to wait in a long fucking line, and then the fact when you go in... Like, an hour when you go in, you're probably, you know, you're no longer drunk. And you're going to need more drinks to make you feel drunk. Or get you more drunk. And, number one, you're going to have to wait in a long line again to get drinks. And you're going to pay such a large amount. The fact that club nightclubs... Like, nightclubs should make a lot of fucking money, eh? Where... I mean, bartenders do and bartenders don't earn that much, I guess, but they do work like night shifts, and they probably earn a bit more. And the fact that they get, they probably get a lot of shit, especially if they're you know, get uh, attractive women. Um, to me, that's one of the. If you're, if you're, a pretty girl, I don't think you should do bartending. Not you know, I'm not trying to be fucking sexist. You know, you you know, you can do whatever the fuck you want, like. I don't even care. <laughs> Whether you're a bloke or you're a girl, you do whatever the fuck you want. But if I was an attractive girl, I wouldn't I wouldn't want 
I work in a bar just because I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why they. I don't know. Do women like it when guys sort of hit them up or like you know just ask them out or go like, hey, you're pretty. Like, I feel like most guys love that because guy. The thing is, guys don't really get that. Even like really good looking guys, they don't get girls saying, "Oh my god, you're so good looking." Um. Some like a lot of sometimes they do you know fucking if you're like Zayn Malik or Harry Styles like a lot of girls probably say how you know describe how good looking you are in you know every time they shout your name I guess but do do women enjoy it enjoy that attention I mean I feel like a lot of women do and you know obviously I'm not trying to generalize women and put them all in a in a I guess in a box but there's this sort of idea that. Women don't like it when they're being asked out. Just give me one moment. Yeah. Do do women like enjoy it when you get asked out? Uh, I genuinely want to know, man. Uh, just because there's this whole thing about oh don't. We don't like it when we get catcalled and we don't like the attention and shit like that. But I would think, I think like a lot of women actually do. But it's like, it's sort of like socially you're not allowed to say that you do. It's sort of like, it's also to not invite men to do it. I mean, I would, like if I was like s- someone. Like, if I had a daughter or something, I think that would be... That wouldn't be the best thing. Just... Let me set this back down. Sorry. I was trying to find cable. I was trying to attach a cable to something. And... Yeah, I'm back. I wouldn't... I would think I wouldn't... I would not really enjoy that. But, uh... Fucking hell. I have, like, everything everywhere right now. Okay. I'm trying to find a controller because I'm like, you know what? It's 11 something and I'm an idiot. So let's just play PS4 until I feel fucking sleepy. Got the controller. (sighs) (laughs) I've been spending like the last minute or so trying to find, you know, trying to find the, uh, because I was trying to, I was trying to try turn my PS4 on, realizing that the cable was not attached, the cord, was, the power cord wasn't attached, and uh, that means I can't play. Oh fuck! It's not the right. Uh, it's not the right disc. Move disc. I have to look. Actually, look for what do I want to play? God of War, or Red Dead Redemption Two? I was planning to do like. To do like streaming and shit, but I don't. I don't think that's a very good idea. Um, there's a few reasons why. Number one, I'm not that. I'm not that great at gaming. I'm okay, I guess. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, I was playing a VR game. 
uh, uh, I think a while ago, I think a week ago, and I didn't, I didn't take the fucking VR thing off, so <coughs> I didn't take the disc out. Fucking hell. <sighs> and um, and I want to play Red Dead Redemption Two. I hate the fact that they're not on PC yet. It's like if there's one game I really want on the PC right now is Reddit Redemption Two. Uh, the only I think I don't think they might sell. They're gonna sell a lot just because that it's like the only really big game from last year apart from God of War that's not on PC. I think like and and Spider Man because Monster Hunter World was on PC, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was on PC, Celeste was on PC as well. So, and I think there were, Far Cry was also on PC, so, you know, those, all those games are on PC. But Sony is killing it, man. I can't wait for the new, e- for the next E3. Um, Sony's not going to be around. Uh, they're skipping it. Uh, I don't really know, and people are saying, oh, such a great idea. I don't know if that is a good idea, just because, but the thing is, the thing is, um, Sony right now is killing the game so much. They don't need, uh, I guess they don't need to be in events like that. They can just hype, hype their own shit with the new Death Stranding, uh, trailer. Fucking amazing. It looks so good. Can't wait for that game, man. Uh, E3, what's gonna go on? What's gonna go on? Ooh. Apparently new, bot- apparently people are speculating for a new Batman game. New Harry Potter game. Uh, also, Microsoft has ha- uh, basically, without Sony, there apparently there's a they might introduce the new the new uh, Xbox. The new PS Five is going to be crazy, just because how how high they set the bar for PS Four because PS Four lot better than xbox let's you know put it there xbox versus ps like xbox one versus ps4 at least it's just kind of weird how xbox one uh, just how powerful the xbox one is and how popular it is like like they they were more popular than than the um than the ps3 like the xbox 360 and even playing even owning both at the time i do believe that the Xbox 360 was a better console. Just if they didn't have the Red Ring of Death, and but the thing is, I think PS3 also had hard problems with the hardware as well. Like people were complaining that their PS4 broke, uh, PS3 broke down and stuff. I think also the same kind of problems also occurred on the Xbox One and the PS4. But it's like it's sort of hard to me. The Red Ring of Death is unacceptable, but just because it's sort of you know number one, there's no way for it to and the fact that everyone had the same problem as well to me it's a bit unacceptable but if you really take care of your shit like i don't think and also you do get unlucky sometimes you get um the console that's a bit buggy or the one that didn't come out of the factory right i mean my i I had my ps4 since early 2014 so um i mean (laughs) it's still working great the only thing the only problem that it has is that uh, I don't, it I don't really have the the whole disc thing is a bit 
sometimes it's jammed. Um, sometimes it, it's, so, it's so weird. Sometimes it's so hard to take the disc out. And sometimes it's, you know, it, it just works like normal. I don't know. Fucking Red Dead Redemption 2, man. Amazing game. Like, how is Rockstar going to, how good G is GTA 6 going to be? And how long, most importantly, how long will it take for uh for for them to release GTA 6? To me, uh, they, they made a mistake in not uh, releasing, because uh, with GTA 4 and also uh, Red Dead Redemption 1, they had DLCs. Um, I think with the uh, thing with there, the Ballad of Gay Tony, and um, I forgot the other one. Uh, they had like two, three DLCs, I think, for GTA 4. And also Red Dead Redemption, they have the whole Undead Nightmare thing. And they were like super popular. Everyone's buying them, obviously, because it's a good game. And I don't know why why GTA 5 went didn't really get a single player camp like an extra uh single player campaign and I, I, I know that they're focusing on gta online and i guess that's also where they make a lot of money as well so they decided to focus on that but especially for a but i think unanimously people do like they love the single player experience and I don't know, I just find it a bit weird that they didn't, I guess, they didn't just take the hint and, because everyone was really hoping for a, um, for a single player campaign, uh, at least like an extra single player campaign to, to, uh, GTA 5, just because how, you know, financially successful it was and also how, controversial the GTA Online experiences because a lot of people didn't really love it at first. I know it had a lot of bugs in the beginning. Just the whole console, uh, uh, the whole server couldn't... I think they sold... Uh, I, I don't really remember. I think that the, the servers just couldn't handle couldn't handle the amount of people trying to get into GTA Online. I personally didn't really have a huge problem at the beginning, but I didn't really play GTA Online. Um... It's one of I don't know I just I'm I'm such a single player head like like that's why with EA like what EA said about single player games dying that to me is like nah no way uh I did fear that at first you know just because it's such a it is like a more economical way because when you buy a game. When you buy like a single player game, for example, like a Spider-Man or a God of War or Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2 has online, but um, I mean, people don't really buy it for the online experience, I guess. Or like The Last of Us or that again, there's online. There's a lot of games that has online features, but okay, I'll just non-online game, like multi, not, I mean... I guess games that has multiplayer options but is not multiplayer oriented. So multiplayer oriented games as you you know Star Wars Battlefront, Call of Duty, uh Fortnite I guess. Those games I knew why they were getting big and I know why 
business wise that they're the best choice of games because once you buy it you're gonna keep spending money on it and that was also the reason why i as a customer don't like it but i do think of it as a business why it's such a great idea because you don't spend 70 dollars or 80 dollars on a game you're gonna spend 78 80 dollars on the game and then you're gonna have to spend more money on content and stuff like that business wise you it's probably a good idea it, it is a good a lot better idea because you're gonna make a lot of money but with with an industry like gaming where you i guess you have a high demand because the gaming community is one of the most brutal community i mean not the most brutal but we're, we're probably we criticize games we're like we're extremely loyal and we're willing to spend the money if if it is worth it and if it is like if we're not forced to spend the money um i mean i don't know uh i don't know how to describe it if you don't give us the full content like star wars battlefront we we just get f- f- uh betrayed i guess if a gamer doesn't cre- like if the game makers aren't gamers themselves we would have a problem with that i think that's the best way to put it and it's something that we as customers can definitely see if we if you look at rockstar you look at bethesda you look at these companies from software uh rock uh, like fucking uh, naughty naughty dog you know just from how the just from the detail and the amount of work they put with the, uh to the game and the amount of love they show and the fact that these games you know that they have they do have online but they don't shove it down your throat and the the main focus is the single player campaign and the idea that yo you know we have this game enjoy the fuck out of it we made it with love we made it with k we spent hours and hours and hours on it and we legit want to make this game because because of you know we love the community and we want to we want to make a game that is respected and loved by the community and that's the kind of games that will be successful and what we will be loyal to because that's the kind of that's basically the gaming community we're loyal to things that if if a gamer if a gaming company loves us and if a gaming com- uh, company values us as customers dude we're going to spend we're going to spend so much money like we we we're going to dedicate our time and our money on that but if a gaming uh, company and we can definitely see through this if the idea is to steal money off us and to us you know take if their main focus is take away our money and don't treat us as i don't know like if they don't treat us like gamers and if they don't treat us as a part of the community and people that they value we can definitely see right through that and we will not you know games like anthem and um even fifa and things like there's a reason why fifa is basically dead now just because 
the focus has become more on multiplayer, multiplayer and FIFA Ultimate Team, and spending more than the base, I guess, game. When when you you know when you are required to spend more than the than the minimum amount. With Red Dead Redemption, you buy it once and you can keep playing it again and again and again, again and again and again and again, and you're gonna you know fucking enjoy it. It's the main focus is to make us gamers and us customers happy um and we're gonna keep buying those games man like fucking rockstar every game they make a billion dollars and that's just you know the gaming community uh if you treat us like crap we're gonna treat you like crap but but if you treat us well we're the most loyal motherfuckers in the world that's a good that's a pretty heavy rant it's just I don't know fucking EA Uh, I don't know when a when a company like and at the end of the day it is a company it is a business and you're meant to make money if you can't be a businessman and not have money or making money or making revenue as your main it has to be your main focus but you're dealing with a community, which is... You have to tread carefully, you know? You don't... You have to look at what community and what... Basically, your what your customers are like. If it's gaming, we, we're going to see through all that bullshit, you know? And same with film and entertainment. We can definitely see through the bullshit. We can definitely see... Um, whether the people making the game or the entertainment or or the video or the music or the uh, or the uh, film, like we can definitely see if the filmmakers and the game makers whether they enjoy video game or they they enjoy movies or and if they don't enjoy it as much as we do, uh, it's just. I don't know. It is a very selective thing. It's sort of it's kind of sort of unfair as well the way we sometimes treat the game creators and the game companies. It's like oh everyone has to be super into gaming. The people who makes us has to be gamers like us. It's it's very demanding but also a game is one of the most expensive things I guess you can buy. A movie, you go to cinema, it's like $15, $16 to experience it. You know, games nowadays are seventy bucks, sixty like seventy bucks, eighty bucks to buy a game. And again, if there's you know, if there's online shit, if there's stuff you need to buy online, that's even more than the base price. And the gaming consoles itself, you know, PS4 is like what five hundred fifty when it comes out when it came out. Um, so it's not, it's not cheap as well. And also, most of the customers are younger people, so. We're not fucking, you know, we're not really uh, spoiled for cash. Like, we, and we try to, most of gamers try to milk as much entertainment as possible from each dollar that they spend on games. So, when games, and gamers probably, like, game creators know that. Uh, and a lot of game creators nowadays are, you know, young people who a few months ago, a few years ago, are probably in the same position a lot of gamers are in right now. 
you know, uh, probably their students or, you know, people, younger people, like uh, high school students and stuff, where they don't have that much money to spend on games. They don't have that much, that much money to spend on gaming consoles. And being betrayed like that and being treated as just cash cows, we're not going to, you know, we're, not def- we're definitely not going to enjoy it. And I feel like there's a lot of communities and a lot of people uh, from different communities that goes like, ah, you know, they're just making money. Like, I think like stuff like fashion, for example, we're, I think fashion sort of community is a lot more forgiving. Uh, even sports, I think is uh, like, for example, American sports are a lot more forgiving. It's like, ah, oh, that, you know, ticket prices are high and shit. Uh, merchandise are getting more expensive, but you know, we're still going to pay for it. I mean, a lot, you see them complaining a lot, but you, you see them complaining, but tickets uh, for any, you know, People are still going to buy merch. People are still going to buy um, tickets for any sports games but or sports events. But with gaming, if, you know, you start betraying us, you st- start um, uh, betraying, like, you know, not fulfilling what the customers and what your fans want. We're going to slowly but surely leave that sort of community. You know, we're surely no longer going to support uh your company we're not gonna no longer gonna buy your games take anthem for example i think i'm gonna finish the podcast there because i think it's i've been spending the last 10 minutes of this podcast while playing Reddit like replaying redemption 2 for like the fucking third time it's just such an amazing game man and th- these are one of those games you can tell. The creators love making this. They put their hearts out into making this. So, I'm going to enjoy this. Oh, some cider, some pistachios. Fucking amazing. Uh, don't, you know, don't hate on pistachios, guys. Uh, yeah. Stay safe, stay legal, and see you later. Bye.